It's Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network, and I'm here to talk to you about RevengeLover.com. It's a great place to get logos, sponsors, artwork, t-shirts, anything and everything you need artwork design-wise. This is the place to go. Uh, you go to RevengeLover.com, you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and fit, find something that pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.RevengeLover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four-Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Eric here to tell you about a special promotion my charity, Comicare, is running. We are up for a challenge, and we need your support. At Comicare, we spend all year traveling to hospitals and collecting smiles from children and their families and leave comic books behind to keep the smiles going. Well, now we want to see your smiles, and we want to post them on our pages, too. This July 20th through 23rd, we will bring Arizona Tony Stark to the San Diego International Comic Con and take on one of our biggest challenges yet. We will have four days to collect as many pictures as we can of smiling supporters with Tony. How many can we collect? A hundred? Three hundred? Five hundred? We'll run for the one thousand mark, but you never know. Will you pledge a couple of pennies for each photo we collect? Just think, if you pledge just two cents per picture and we collect a hundred photos, your donation will be two dollars. If we collect a thousand, twenty dollars. Either way, a small price to pay to be part of our continuing mission. We appreciate all your support in the past and we know you will enjoy being a part of this adventure. So please visit comicare.org slash one thousand smiles. That's C O M I icare.org slash one zero 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 smiles visit our page click that pledge button and throw us a couple of cents per smile you're free to put a cap on your donation so it doesn't get out of hand just in case tony gets crazy and gets ten thousand smiles you don't have to worry about getting nuts just visit our page at comicare.org slash one thousand smiles and make your pledge today Redoing that intro, I'll tell you that much. Okay. <laughs> Some of the gorge were stuck, and I'm like, why is it not doing what it needs to do? Uh, so, of course, I just said that, even though I'm going to edit it anyway. So, anyways. Ah, we are back with a brand new episode of Not to Another Be Horrorcast. Off to a great start, as always. Um, it's, not a, it's not a Steve Mooney podcast, unless... It's fucked up. Unless something goes wrong. Yeah, pretty much. But um, Steve-O? I'm Anna. Hey, and looking at it this way, at least we got the mess up out at the beginning of the podcast. So. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure there's going to be more. I have to get centered anyway. So, um, but yes, yeah, so you can, of course, you can find us on 4iRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And also, don't forget to check out one of our lovely sponsors is Amazon.com. You don't go to Amazon. You go to the Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. And of course, you know where to find us on the Facebook and the Twitter and the Instagram. You go to at the Horrorcast on Instagram and Twitter, and then just go to the Facebook page and just go to Facebook backslash Not Another Bee Horrorcast and give us a Facebook page a like. And now that's done and out of the way, we are here with our episode now. Yes, we did watch a movie this week. Uh, there's a movie on Netflix called Clown. Uh, we talked about this on previous episodes. Uh, it finally was released on Netflix this month. Uh, so again, at the end of the show, we will be talking about that movie. So if you haven't seen it, feel free to listen to the rest of the show. And then when we get there, we will of course say spoilers and whatnot, and just talk about what we liked about the movie and so on and so forth. But without further ado and all that stuff out of the way, Anna, yes. how was your week? Uh, it was okay. I mean, a little frustration at work, partially because of just like some ridiculous drama that I'm not going to get into and just other, uh, there was another, like, it's just been like, work has just been stressful because they keep switching around my, my job functions. And I guess now I'm kind of technically training slash doing my normal job functions in addition to that. So, um, because I was talking to uh, my supervisor about it, and she was basically saying that I should. I was uh, just saying, move the mic closer. Um, um, she was basically just saying that I needed to uh, like log the time whenever I am helping people out with their questions and whatnot. So. Which I thought you were doing anyways. Um, I was at first, and then I kind of slacked off on it a bit, and she was like, "Well, it can affect your stats negatively." Yeah, so I was yeah. like, "Okay, yeah, that's I, a good point. I learned, so I just need to." Yeah, I learned that the hard way, uh, with not putting that time in. So now I make sure any time we're away from our desk, <laughs> a lengthy amount of time to add that to the stat sheet. Um, 
Yeah, she said anything above 10 minutes to notate yeah. it. So, um, but yeah, other than that, I really haven't done much. No, um, I don't. Comic-Con is coming up, and I'm rather excited about my costumes. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah, so if you guys are listening to this, uh, you're either, well, if you're not listening to this, I assume you're probably at the, the Phoenix Comic-Con. That's the Comic-Con we were talking about um, if you're in the Arizona. Uh, but if you are listening to it and you're at work going, I hate these people, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not going to Comic-Con until Saturday, probably. Uh, because we got a big show on Friday night, uh, socially awkward. So definitely tune into that if you're not at Comic Con, or if you're at Comic Con, you get pretty good reception. I'd say tune in because we're having having some special guests on. I know Matthew's not gonna like this. He hasn't been liking it since I said it. But the 200th episode. Yes, I know people are like, oh, you follow that show <laughs> on uh, other things, but and also listen to this one. Thank you for listening to me a lot this week. Apparently, yeah, because I've had a taste of Steve in your mouth. Yeah, there's gonna be about four shows this week with me on it because. Uh, t- Today, while we record this, the Longbox Cast episode just dropped, uh, and I uh, interviewed a, uh, a colorist, uh, Nick uh, Fiarda, I believe, is how he pronounces his last name. I could be wrong, but if you're looking for him on Twitter, he's getting a free shout-out now, and he probably doesn't even care, because uh, he's all like, I don't listen to the show. I just came <laughs> on your comic book show. Um, but yeah, he, he's I at... like how you're describing what he's saying, even though he's not listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what I do. I'm getting centered. That's, yeah, that, now it's kicking in. Yeah. There um, it is. There it is. But uh, yeah, so I want to thank him because that was fun and hopefully he does come back because I do have a bunch of other questions to ask him. Uh, it was just really interesting to hear. Uh, definitely check out, I'm giving him pre- free promotion right now because that's what I do. And he'll probably get free promotion again on uh, <coughs> Socially Awkward this week as well. But uh, yeah, check, definitely check out the book uh, he's he's uh, been working on with a few people uh, called Heartthrob. Um, if you want to know more about that, go ahead and check out that long box guest episode. I believe it's 98 uh, so I'm almost at two, 100 on that. I can't do it. I'm like 200. I can't do math. <laughs> I have too many shows hitting all these different strides this year. Um, yeah, because Arcade Bros hit it this year. Damn, Steve, look at you. Damn. Gave myself a pat on the back, which I usually never do. Um, yeah, and now the house is going to fall down around you. Don't say <laughs> why. My car's already having issues. Yeah, so, that's true. Uh, which hopefully, actually, when you guys listen to this, it should be hopefully getting it fix now i know what you're thinking steve what's with the car if you listen to all the other shows you know um the car is like 12 years old uh it's a honda so it, it it's lasted me this long which is great so i'm just trying to maintain and save as much as i can of it because i can't really afford a brand new car now um uh, but yeah uh yeah so it's the 200 episode on socially awkward so if you're at phoenix comic-con we'll probably be talking about that we're gonna have eric's back he's in for this week so definitely find us at comic-con i think eric and steve uh are going to be i know steven's going to be there all uh weekend uh steven uh, mattson from uh 12a formerly known as 12a podcast i'm i don't know why i said that but he does the Crichton cast with eric now um the podcast formerly known as 12a yeah i guess uh oh my god that would have been such steve you're not that many episodes in you can change it uh i don't even know if he listens to the show either i'm really talking to people that i'm pretty sure don't listen to the show but matthew Most i know i know matthew was a little like uh he's happy to see eric but he just doesn't like the fact that i switched it to 200 for eric just because i was trying to do like uh Kevin Smith did that with Scott Mosier, where he had a couple of episodes of Smodcast for his 300 episode, which technically, you know, that one should be the 300, but he was saving that one for Scott Mosier when he was able to finally record and sit down and do it. So I just wanted to do that with Eric, and I guess I'm a bad person for it or something, so. You know, the way that you can get everyone to listen to this podcast is just tag them in it and be like, hi, you're mentioned in this podcast, listen to it. Oh, that's true. I could do that. <laughs> uh, just go tag crazy. I don't know. I don't know... If you want people listening to this podcast. No, not that. I meant I don't know if uh, people... I don't know if Matthew will listen to this podcast uh, because of the clown. And he's not fond of clowns. He might hey. check it out, though, because he might he might be interested. So I know you're not... Okay, let's be fair. You saw this movie, and I don't know how much we'll, we'll get into it when we get to that point. But I'm like, if, if this one did not creep you out, then Killer Clowns from Outer Space will not creep you out. We'll save it for the end. Yeah, um, yeah no spoilers yet. Uh, we do have a couple of show notes and everything, there, but yes, we were off last week, uh, so we're giving you one now. And then I know uh, Anna yes. is going to be going on vacation in June, so though we might have, I might have a guest host, or it might just be like no episode that week. So I just want to prepare everybody for that. Um, but yeah, other than that, my week's been fine. Uh, that last weekend. I saw Evening with Kevin Smith. It was amazing. It was funny. It was great. I enjoyed it. Um, 
some just just Kevin Smith being Kevin Smith and just telling some great stories about stuff. Like it's funny, a lot of the stories I've already heard because I listen to all of his podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he repeats himself. You know, it's, to me, it's just like a stand-up routine. It's just <laughs> him, just like he literally could do stand-up because I mean, yeah, his it's just basically storytelling. Like that's all he does, and he has like little things in there that you'd be like, oh, that's funny and stuff. But he you doesn't. Know, he seems like an old man without the old man body because he just tells the same stories over and over again, and the stories are really entertaining, but it's always the same story. Well, it's kind of cool because. <laughs> Well, not only is it the same kind of story, he always has a follow-up. Like oh, that's I, true, I've yeah. heard, like I've heard the story before, but then he added more that he like more stuff yeah. that came to it, and you're just like, oh shit, that is kind of cool because he talked about J.J. Abrams, like how, when he first met him and all this kind of stuff, and then he actually mentioned something with uh, Billy uh, Bobby Monahan. Uh, actually, got Bobby Monahan actually told him this great story where he's like, yeah, I, I got actually the job at SNL because I was imitating you, and Kevin's like, oh, what? Yeah, sorry. And he's saying, like, yeah, I did an impersonation of Silent Bob, and I can't really do it justice on the podcast because not going to see it, but he basically kept it going for, like, seven minutes. Of just not speaking. Of just not talking. So you're like, oh, that's amazing, but he does these great, like, gestures with it and stuff like that, so he thought it was kind of cool. But it was just kind of funny because I remember him, Bobby Monahan, playing Kevin Smith in, like, the Celebrity Jeopardy thing uh, <laughs> a while back, and Lily wearing, like, the jerseys he wears. And stuff. Like, I'm not going to lie, okay, I'm, I guess I'll tag Kevin Smith in this because I'm talking about Kevin Smith, but... That fucking those jersey man. He had this weird. Oh yeah. So my my dad was like, oh, what kind of what jersey did you wear this time? And it's just so funny to hear that because it's like, yeah, it's true. Which one is he wearing this time? So this <laughs> one was not. It was basically it was a kiss one, mm-hmm. but it was like a circle and it was like almost like a Buddhist style kind of thing. But then it had like the four kiss heads like going around. You know what oh, I'm talking nice. about? Oh no, I just had a thought, but uh, oh, you're good. That's basically. But it was just kind of funny because <laughs> awesome. me and my brother were looking at it going like, dude, how many freaking jerseys does he have? That's his, then? Oh, he has a shit ton, man. He has. Uh, you know, I just realized that's his, it's his costume. He, yeah. Okay. As much as Kevin Smith doesn't think it, Kevin Smith literally just became a fucking superhero. Like he, he, <laughs> that's his fucking outfit. And then, and I know what you think. He like, really is. I, I mean, if you think about it, like the people that go to his shows and stuff, like he's so nice and like, he's so encouraging to everybody that like yeah. is willing to be like, Hey man, like I like your stuff or whatever. Like in any time, like anybody like gives him like, is like mad respect, dude. Like he gives it right back to him. Like he'll do a shout out and he'll, like have like this actual like conversation with people yeah no really like he's he's great and the fact that it sucks because i just saw like not sucks because i I do want to see him but i know uh, jason muse is going to be coming in the end of june but then it's funny the next day kevin smith is doing another uh uh, evening with kevin smith but it's in tucson i'm like oh damn it you know kind of thing so uh, (laughs) just drive man (laughs) well that's the thing i would literally have to get done with Jason Mewes, uh, go and home. Hop in the car. No, go home, get some sleep. Because it's only going to take two hours to get to Tucson anyway. That's yeah, true. But I mean, I would have to uh, go home, get some fucking rest, and then leave like early enough so I could either you know get there and get a good seat and so on and so forth. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, that would be that would be a fucking that would be nuts. Because then I literally just like go there and be like, I just saw Jason last night. He'd be like, What the fuck? You drove all the way here. I'm like, It's only two hours. And he'd still be like, Still. I'm like, Whatever, man. Just be like, he's I'm like, stoned, bro. He's, he's all like, Can you? Have I'm trying to do a show. Would you stop shouting out? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just keep responding to everything yeah. he says. You're the man. I, I haven't even said that. Someone kick him out, please. Yeah. Like, I don't want some weed before I leave. But it's cool because it's like, yeah, I saw I saw Hollywood Babylon in uh, Vegas, <laughs> uh, which I when they come back out here, I want to see them again so bad. And actually write in with a, oh, it sucked. Yeah, that was the thing. I was going to write a letter. I don't know if I told this story. Uh, it, this is usually a story for life of shit, so I'll probably repeat again on life of shit. This is what happens when Steve gets centered. So you're in for a ride these, these tonight, kids. <laughs> Welcome to the poor man's version of Kevin oh, Smith. Before you jump um, into that really quick, I wanted to say that's what you should do for freaking Comic-Con is wear your Deadpool jersey and wear your hat, and you can just cosplay as Kevin Smith. So there you go. Oh, fucking Simple genius. cosplay. <laughs> oh, man. I was I was going to just dress. I was, oh, fuck. Dude. Oh, shit. <sighs> I'm going to be the poor man's Kevin Smith this uh, Comic-Con. <laughs> so they don't have a beard yet. So it's well, going to be like a... Anyways. Uh, well, shit. poor man's um, Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah, that was it. So, Patrick, uh, we were going to Hollywood Babylon in Vegas. Uh, and this is right before the stuff happened with his uh, his ex-wife and everything like that. But I literally, I literally wrote a letter up and had to delete it before I sent it out because I was literally going to write. I was like, oh, because Patrick, you know, took paid for the trip oh, yeah. and everything like that and all this kind of stuff so i want to say like oh you know uh me and my buddy my best friend you know he's he's gone to the marines so they can give him a shout out like thank you for serving and so that and i'm like and he has a beautiful family and you know just all this kind of like stuff just like you know it's like i, I look at him and i go that's what i want you know it's, it's like he's like he's my best friend uh and all this kind of stuff it's like we do a podcast together it's just we just have it's literally just sitting down and talking you know catching up on each other's week kind of like kevin and scott 
and things like that. And then like, just thought, like, it's like me like, yeah, I just, you know, I want, I hopefully I can find that happiness, you know, someday kind of thing. And then I was all like, then the shit went down. I'm all like, yeah, can't send this. Cause then I'd be like, <laughs> I, I want that for me. And he'd be like, fuck you. You want to go through like an eight year marriage and then have a divorce? Like, fuck off. And be like, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, like, this is a different context before all that shit happens. So. Oh, I gotta say, like, it's kind of serendipitous how that happened because, like, literally right before you guys went to Vegas, like, all that shit yeah, went down that with shit his went down. Uh, wife at the time. And, like, it probably was one of the best thing times that it could have happened because then he was able to, like, take a step back, like, go to Vegas with you, like, have some guy time with you and kind of, like, relax and drink and have fun and yeah. then come back and then deal with the shit storms. Yeah. And he was able no, to, like, no, take a breath I, before yeah, he dealt with all I, of it. Yeah. I mean, but that's what you do. That's what you do with yeah. your friends and stuff. But yeah, we had a blast. It was fun. I know he wants to do another Vegas trip. If we do do another Vegas trip, we got to bring some podcaster equipment because I literally just want to come back to the room just fucked up and just be like, we're doing this. And just I just want to go and see Kevin Smith. I didn't get to see him this time. It's kind of sad. Uh, well, I went with my brother because he treated me. He was like, hey, so I told him I'll get, so most likely I'll probably get the tickets, like pay for his ticket for uh, Jason Mewes and whatnot. But yeah, enough about all that. Oh, uh, I will have to, I have to, because I want to, I don't know if I'll get a chance to talk about it on um socially awkward but uh yeah also it's like again we just lost another person from a kevin smith film the girl who played um yeah. oh shit i'm drawing a blank now dante's girlfriend and clerks uh, i don't know her caitlin, name caitlin yeah. caitlin um lisa um yeah she she just passed away i'm like what the fuck so i'm kind of waiting i know kevin smith he posted this really nice thing i know i'm really blowing kevin smith tonight <laughs> for no reason because he's not gonna ever listen to this well, um i mean you can't really say it's undeserved because kevin smith's a nice guy but uh anyway so i'll suck him off again but uh he wrote this really <laughs> nice piece and then i'm sure once he has like an episode or whatnot for uh like one of his podcasts he'll probably go into all the stuff for that but yes anyway so yeah that was basically my week dealing with car trouble but that but you know what everything's good golden you know I'm excited for Friday. It's going to be a great show. Uh, you know what? I shouldn't even say that because I don't want to overhype something again. I did that with... Uh, it'll be a reunion show, so I'm sure it'll be fun for you guys at least. Yeah, I, I, I think I titled the episode... Well, first I added a different thing, but since Raven was going to... She's coming on. I, I think I retitled them like getting the crew back together. <laughs> getting the band back together. Uh, oh, I was I was going to say... Oh, fuck. No, that's even better. God. I, hi, I'm centered. Um... <laughs> Uh, I, fuck, uh, no, I was just like, it should just be like, uh, Socially Awkward Assemble should be the fucking name of that. Oh, hell yeah, that would be amazing. Anyways. Uh, but now I'm trying to figure out who's who on that team. Uh, you're Tony Stark. Oh, I already know that. No, duh. So, oh, it's, oh Matthew Matt is, uh, the Iron, uh, Are Iron Patriot. Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> wasn't gonna go with that, wasn't gonna go with Brody, I was actually gonna go with, uh, Matthew to me would probably be... Ant Man, oh yeah, or yeah. he would, or he would be the Spider Man because it's like I invited, it'd be like, hey, come on, join the show and everything that, like, join my, join the yeah, team okay. and everything that, and he's just very like, oh, this is like he likes being here, you know. I so feel like that. Eric would either be, uh, he would be the Hulk. Oh, I was gonna say that he would either be like Captain America, where he's like trying to hold shit together and everyone's just kind of like fuck you, or he would be. Uh, oh, who did I say? Who was I thinking of a second ago? Hang on. See, uh, I say, oh, or he'd be like Thor, like just takes everything like super oh, literal. <laughs> shit. Now I'm actually curious. Would Matthew be Thor now? Damn it! I'm gonna have to redo this on the show. Anyways, hopefully, you know what? Maybe they shouldn't listen to this. Cause like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just rambling about uh, shit. Yeah, because I was gonna say, Eric's... welcome to the horror podcast. We're gonna talk about adventures. Yeah, we're gonna talk about everything but horror this week. <laughs> no, um, that's well, the we're... horror of the show. Yeah, that's the, yeah. The... <laughs> yeah, for any of you listeners who can last the entire episode, bravo. first of all, thank you, and second of all, I'm very sorry. Bravo. Oh, it's just like Pat and I say, like, who the fuck listens to this? But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all i love you listeners and everything like that um shit uh yeah no i was just saying eric would be the hulk because he's he's a fucking genius when it comes to like all this shit so there's his bruce oh. banner part but then when he's on the podcast he can finally unleash yeah and he gets really drunk and gets really pissed off and very aggressive I, and it I, just kind of why are you taking everything so negatively no I'm, no, no I'm i wasn't saying it. negative i was just saying okay like, what i said like eric gets aggressive he gets a passionate he shows his emotions that's his hulk his hulk <laughs> comes, and then you're like he gets drunk and pissed off no now no just, I wasn't now you're just saying, basically like, describing my father i wasn't saying drunk in a bad way i was saying drunk as in like he just he drinks to wait, relax wait wait this is okay i'm you know what i'm sorry this is not the b horror cast this is life with shit with co-host guest host um <laughs> <laughs> this week. No, 
no. Okay, when has ever being called a drunk a good thing? I've never been like, oh, man. I wasn't calling him a drunk. I was saying he gets drunk. You, you said, anyways, you still said drunk. It's not a, like you said it wasn't a bad thing. Like, getting drunk is a, it's fun, but it's terrible for people. It's like, that's what makes alcoholism and all this shit. Like, it's like, oh. Apparently, oh, I have different views on alcohol you, than do, you do. You, uh, you do. Well, you're also an alcoholic, so. That's a shame. Yeah. Uh, again, being called an alcoholic is not a bad thing. <laughs> Anyways, I'll, I'll Anyways. salvage this on, uh, on on socially awkward. Uh, but now that that's all over with and stuff like that, Anna, yeah, I have a feeling this podcast is not going to recur ever again. <laughs> I don't think so. I think this might be the best episode. I am so centered right now; it's amazing. You're gonna listen um, to this and be like, "What the fuck were we talking about?" Anyways, we'll see. But anyways, Anna, we do have some uh, news, and yes. we do have some eerie news of the week. Um, and we have a segment that's going to come back actually tonight. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but without further ado, we're going to do our eerie. Oh, actually, you know what? No. I remember saying this at work today, and I'm saving it. Okay. Because our eerie news of the week, the last story is going to go into yes. uh, what we're talking about. So, so we instead, can do that last. So we're going to do eerie news last. So sorry, spoilers. Ha ha. Mm, I tease. That's what I do. I tease people. I just give you the tip, and you're like, oh, I want more. And then, <laughs> what? Something. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to just be like, Pat, listen to this episode. You're going to love it. It's going to listen and be like, what the fuck, I don't even man? know if we're he's not like... friends anymore. No, he doesn't. Li- it's funny. I God, here we go again. Talking about my own shit. Um. I was shit. I was telling him yeah segue I was telling him it was like yeah I listened to our show like the next you know that that uh, Monday when it posts and stuff like that and I'm just all like honestly I just keep telling him like dude we're funny I don't even care I'm like I laugh so hard at some shit that I'm like what is yeah, coming out of my really mouth yeah you really are like I just love the interaction that you guys have but anyways, but anyways so jump, yeah, let's so jump into let's the news into some, of the week because yeah, I really want to talk about this first story so we'll do the B horror intro I just read the fuck. Yes, we are on fucking point tonight, people. (laughs) Here we go. B-Horror, the horror news. It's time for horror news. Okay, I'm just going to say this. If the numbers come back on the show and it exceeds what we've been getting... I'm going to laugh so hard. I'm staying... I'm going to have to get this centered uh, every fucking week. Um, And I'm going to have to drink a can of beer or whatever thing a beer before we do the podcast because apparently me slightly buzzed is really just compliments your <laughs> little centeredness over there. oh fuck but okay so yeah so we do have we do have some movie uh some horror movie news and stuff like that but uh yeah so uh we talked about it a while ago yes i'm gonna let you take over after i explain this part um because this is pretty much up anna's alley so yeah. if you guys can guess what that is then you're, you're a listener um, but yeah, so we already heard that um, H. H. Holmes movie is going to be made, and it's going to be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. So already now it seems like serial killers seem to be the uh, new frontier of movies and everything like that. But of course, this this kind of blows me away. But I'm also kind of like, yeah. So without further ado, Anna, what am I talking about? All right, so to uh, jump right in, apparently they well they are going to be making a Ted Bundy movie, and best part about it. They are going to be using Zac Efron as Ted Bundy. Like, it's freaking fantastic. Of, the best part about it. It's like, the best part of waking up is Zac Efron in your cup. cup. I went with Bundy in your cup. but well, yeah. I was going with Zac Efron. No, I could, yeah, I like yours better. Anyways, anyway, so, um, Zac, but, which yeah, makes so, sense because um, as far as I know, now I know Ted Bundy, <laughs> um, I know a little bit about him and all this kind of stuff that he did and whatnot, but he was one of those guys that was a very good-looking dude. Yes. Uh, like, and that was a way for him to lure, lawyer, lure people, you know, into his, you know, thing to, you know, pretty much murder them and stuff like that. So when they said Zach Afrin, I'm like, well, that's kind of, you know, good because it's like, fuck, yeah, he's a fucking good... Of course, you see a guy like that, and he's like, oh, I need help with something. You're like, oh, fuck, yeah. Like, yeah. no, no, no creepiness. Um, and also, that's actually how, uh, going back to my favorite serial killer weird thing to say but anyways back to my favorite serial killer hh holmes that's actually how he got women to uh stay with him in the first place is because he was a very attractive looking man Mm. and so he would get a lot of women staying in his hotel and that's how he would lure in his victims that's also how he got women to marry him and that's also how he got out of paying for a lot of stuff uh like he i highly doubt he paid for almost any of his 
like the construction on yeah. his castle yeah, that you were he talking had, about like that. his hotel, because he would just talk his way out of it. So, which is which is so interesting to me now that I think about it. So I'm just gonna throw this out here, women. So if there's a very good, attractive man at the bar, he's probably a serial killer. If there's a really hideous looking guy at the bar, then he's probably you know a rapist. Be, I was gonna oh. say abusive. Oh, that's uh, true. So basically, <laughs> your middle ground is like the guys are like, well, he's not super fat. But he's not super skinny. So you might want to just start shooting for the middleman. Yeah. Ladies, you want to be safe? Look for the pudge factor and you're probably good. No, I'm good. kidding. I shouldn't say that because <laughs> every... I'm just going to be honest with you women. Every man could be a rapist. So mm-hmm. it's sad, but it's true. Um, Find out how he treats his mother and that should be a good indication. If oh. he has no mother, you're fucked. Oh, uh, wait. Is this a thing? Yeah. Okay, uh, we're going to go back to the story, but now I'm intrigued. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so this is something that I heard a I, while I ago from I my mom. I, okay, I didn't even know about this. Yeah, this is something that I heard a while ago from my mom, and actually from just observing it, like, it seems to be pretty true. Like, um, apparently, like, a good, good indication of how a man is going to treat you is how he treats his mom. Oh. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, you don't. Fuck. Like, I mean, it's kind of like. I mean, you're you still have respect for your mom. No, so. yeah, no. I just so, I just meant like <laughs> women just get ready for like no phone calls for a long time. And then <laughs> I only kind of hit you guys up when I need some. Oh my god, I'm a horrible person. <laughs> but yeah, that really has been something like I've noticed. Like if a guy is very disrespectful to his mom and like kind of like shit talks her all the time, mm-hmm. like eventually that's going to be what happens to oh. you. So if you really think about it, like the better a guy treats his mom mom the better he's going to treat you because that means number one he has this respect for women and number two okay like i mean well that was pretty much my only point no okay <laughs> I, but, i've never heard this so that's that's actually very interesting what about do you have that same thing with when, uh, girls like if they're like their dads or something like that or no um i think a lot of times women do marry men that have that either remind them to their of their father or like have similar traits to their dad or mm-hmm. something like that because i have noticed like with a couple of the guys that i've dated like i've noticed like similarities between them and my dad so what uh, um what, like, which is why i've dated a lot of intelligent people apparently why is the okay that may, that, now that's raises some questions for me um okay and my stuff okay what about like if the father's not in like the you know the the birth father you know i should say i guess uh, i was mistreated by my dad well not like I know. That. That. I, I, just meant, I meant they just weren't they just weren't like the father wasn't in their life like was that like i don't know this is just like a general rule basically of thumb. no it's father not, figure i would say that yeah well i mean i think it's just kind of like a general rule of thumb i don't think it's necessarily like i i don't think it's like this is almost always the case kind of thing it's just kind of like something to kind of base like your shit what you're oh my god you're right now i'm thinking about it <laughs> like no i'm thinking not like me how i treated i was just thinking about the girls that I've dated and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then I'm like, if I got to meet their fathers or knew anything about their fathers, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, fuck, okay. So I have to deal with. <sighs> and I don't think it's like an Oedipus type complex. I think it's no, just it's kind not of like, like that. Yeah. Whenever a girl has a father figure in her life like that, especially if it's a good one. She's going to be saying, like, whenever she is looking at guys that she's interested in, she's going to kind of go, okay, well, this is, like, something that I'm looking for because this is what my mom had from my dad, yeah. so this is something that I want from my future husband or whatever. Very so. interesting. Well, we, our podcast is all over the place. Okay, but anyways, really back, to the, back to the... the well, back I mean, to that could be kind of considered horror because, like, it's a psychological aspect of it, but anyways. But anyways, yeah, so back to the Ted Bundy movie. Yes, which I'm super excited about because I was already excited because they were making H.H. H. Holmes with Leonardo DiCaprio, which I think he's going to do a fantastic job, and I know this is never going to happen, but it would be really funny if it did, if they literally just, like, made, like, a bunch of serial killer movies and then just had, like, a serial killer mashup movie. <laughs> I don't know why this shit pops into my but their head. Biggest, but their biggest thing would be, like, you can't kill the person you're going after. They're like, what? No. They're convicted. Because, well, you know, they have, like, the monster mashup and shit. So why, uh, why not have a serial killer mashup? This is going to yeah. be weird. So I don't know why they bring this up, because this, this technically, I, I believe, was not a very... Um, uh, produ- um, not a very profitable movie. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the movie is being directed from the guy who did the Book of Shadows, the Blair Witch Two. Now, is that the oh. is that the one that came right after the original Blair Witch, or was this the one that's a, that's like literally takes after the the like the new one that came out? 
Because I thought the new one that you came out was just called, like, The Blair Witch, and then... I would assume it's probably the first one that you said. That's what I thought. All right. Well, anyways, but, yeah, so that's that's going to be Well, cool. they're probably like, this is his only work, so we're just going to reference that. <laughs> this is the one that anyone only knows about. <laughs> uh, this one I really got super pumped about because I'm excited, because uh, these this is how I was introduced these to these two gentlemen. Uh, fucking geniuses in general, but uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are going to be doing another horror movie, comedy movie. Uh, of course, they're the first thing I saw them in was uh Shaun of the Dead uh which uh we actually reviewed not too long ago probably sometime last year uh just love these guys just love how they work I mean a great show like it's not on Netflix anymore which I'm so pissed but a great show if you guys can check it out is uh is uh Space Spaced um, oh, yeah, I've uh, Sammy, my old roommate, she got me into it. We watched the fuck out of it. It was genius. It was written by Simon Pegg and you know Nick Frost and a lot of people that you see in there like movies and stuff. But yeah, so uh, so which, I'm excited for this because I love like they know they know horror. Yes, and they know fucking comedy, which is oh my god. They got together with what's his face? Uh, was it Peel? Uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. They got together with him and did a fucking movie. Oh, like, that would with... be so creepy slash funny. It would be. It would be amazing. Uh, what were you gonna say about? Oh, I was just gonna say like a little like another shout out to just British comedy in general. With in uh uh Shaun of the Dead, they mm-hmm. actually have two actors that are in this show, this British show that is on Netflix still. That's oh, called that's Black Books. Right. Yes, that's fucking right. So because it has Bernard, who's the Irish owner of a bookstore, and then they have his the woman who owns the store next to him, and her name is Fran, and they're both in Shaun of the Dead. And actually, I want to say that I've seen uh, the third character, main character, Manny, and other stuff as well. I just realized... Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, wait, was that the one who was dating the guy from Black Books in the movie? Uh, who? Fran? Yeah, the, whatever. The, the guy who runs the bookstore is like the prick in Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Um, and then Fran is the woman that he runs into, and like they have like the same group of people. It's her yeah, from Fran? his work. Okay, so yeah. no, we're talking about two different people. Fran, uh, I was going to bring her up. She's actually in Spaced with uh, Simon Pegg. Oh, and she's also in Doctor Who. I forgot about oh, that. She's right. in season one of Doctor Who. But uh, the one girl uh, who's dating the the prick mm-hmm. guy in the movie, she, I believe, also went to the show. Uh, yeah, the blonde chick. Yeah, the blonde chick went. Uh, she was on Reaper for a bit. Really? Yeah. She huh. actually married uh, the guy Ben. Oh my! You know what? I should see where Reaper is located. I we should just do like a review of that, like because it's only two seasons. Yeah, we should. But it was, uh, yeah, it was phenomenal. But yeah, so yeah, I'm excited for this. I love these guys. I mean, uh, of course they're yeah, they're fantastic. They uh, you know they closed out their one trilogy with uh, World's End, which uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. Is that is that considered horror or no? At World's End, I I, would... I don't think horror. I know it's sci-fi ish. I would call it kind of a sci-fi horror crossover. To, I, I think it's weird. I think I'm just trying to find an excuse to watch it for the podcast. No, I would call it. I would actually call it horror for the. Oh, well, if not horror, at least suspense. So. Um. Yeah. So this I wanted to talk about as well. So the Purge, which is funny. I still haven't. I've not yes. seen any of the movies, but of course the TV show I believe is heading toward to FXX. Uh, or something else, but apparently what it's going to actually be based on, so we're curious about it, it's actually going to be, yeah, so they said, uh, you know, the purge is like the one day where everybody can do whatever they want and no consequences. This is actually going to take place during the other 364 days a year. So I'm curious about people like getting built, getting ready for the purge or people who are having the fallout from the purge. So I think it's yeah. a, it's actually a smart idea because then literally you could do like the first seasons either leading up to the that purge and then the first movie is that and then so on and so forth. Or it or could even be like the first the app- season could be even just be like leading up to the first purge that they have, like all the situations and like the yeah, and like you know who survives yeah. and who doesn't survive and why you know. So that I think that's kind of an ingenious plot. And then season two could be like dealing with the aftermath, trying to make it like a constant thing. But I just wanted to say, so I know you haven't seen the purge, but holy crap. I saw The Purge when it first came out, and that movie freaking blew my mind. Like, as in, I've never, like, it literally put society into a completely different light for me. Because it was such, like, a revolutionary concept. And it really doesn't seem like it whenever you first listen to it. You're like, okay, I can kind of see, like, where they're coming from. But just how they present it. And how everything plays out in that movie is freaking incredible. So if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend watching it just because it's just like this weird psychological, it resets you psychologically to where you take a step back from society itself and go, okay, 
how would this work if it worked? And it just kind of makes you reevaluate everything in like our society and in general. And if you don't want to watch that, then I just say watch the Rick and Morty episode of The Purge. Um, yeah, that was freaking amazing. <laughs> uh, that's a good. That's good, funny a very episode. very rough version of The Purge, but yes, it's a lot funnier and it's a lot more entertaining. I gotta say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, this yeah. is actually interesting. So speaking of, uh, this actually would have been a better segue to do with uh, when I mentioned. Uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. But, uh, yeah, so Jordan Peele not only did the movie um, Get Out and was also part of, you know, uh, Keenan Peele. Um, he, but, yeah, him, uh, he actually is working with J.J. Uh, Abrams for this and also Misha Green, uh, an HBO series called Lovecraft uh, uh, Country. Which is also up my alley. <laughs> um, so it looks like it, they're going to be doing a bunch of... Um, like old, uh, yeah, for Green, let's see, the new series is uh, The Underground Remains of Uncertainty Despite uh, Critical Pays... Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, uh, well, anyways, it was supposed to be... Uh, basically, it's supposed to be kind of like uh, what happens, like, you know, you see all these horror movies with the white person's perspective, but now they're trying to do, like, what, what is the, uh, you know, the African-American perspective of this kind of stuff. So I'm very curious if they're taking, like, really old, like, B-horror movies, like, you know, um, the giant ant stuff and things like that with just, like, a different perspective. So I think it's cool. So I definitely want to see Get Out. I know it is out on Blu-ray and stuff like that. I might just try to pick that up and watch it for one week. I know uh, Sarah and Matthew have already watched it uh, from Geeks Who Eat. Again, friends of the show. Friends of the show. Um, and things like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. And I think it's so crazy that this guy, he might be just, like, this huge horror fan. Um, and actually, it kind of doesn't surprise me, though. I mean, the, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times with comedians, like they have like this kind of disconnect from society anyways, because they kind of, they're able to step back and like see the satire in life. Well, I think the funny part is what, uh, it's not even that, but I think, uh, well, yeah, no, it is that, uh, what I, Adam Carolla said this thing where he was saying like people who know funny are funny, like the people who know funny and can do funny stuff that they can do anything else. Cause apparently humor seems to be like the hardest thing for anybody to do um, and stuff like that. But if you can master that, then you can literally master change pretty much anything, anything at this point. Like, pe- I mean, you see, that's the thing. You can see so many comedians who've done these roles in movies. that are like, fuck, that was good kind of thing. And it's like, well, how, how could this guy, you know, I mean, that was a big thing with uh, Jim Carrey. If you think about it, yeah, all of his films were very funny and stuff like that. And then he does like a serious film and he fucking nails it. But a lot of people are like, what the, like, that was a big, th- where we're like comedians can't. And uh, yeah, perfect example, it, Eternal Steve, sunshine of the spotless, Mind. That was one of them. I know. Uh, the um, number twenty three was a horror movie or a suspense movie that he did, which actually, even though it got a lot of criticism, I still really liked that movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's all that kind of stuff. So uh, I think like you just know it. You know, you just know like horror, and you just know this kind of stuff. I mean, look at uh, uh, I'm trying to th- well Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. I mean, they, yeah. they they do horror films and they know comedy, so it's just kind of like you know this kind of weird thing. Um, one of the, uh, I think the last stories during, for the, uh, B-Horror casting. So we all know Resident Evil has finally ended. They finally capped that movie. They're done with it. They're like, okay. And to me, I was like, okay, good. It's done. It's over with. We won't see this for maybe another 20 years before they decide to do a reboot. They're already talking about reboots. And already I was like, no, no, let it die. Let it die. But then, then it's funny how you can just drop somebody in there and I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm good. Uh, James Wan, we all know him. He's going to be producing the Resident Evil reboot. Um, the guy who pretty much uh, did, was it The Conjuring? Uh, they literally have, like, movies that they listed here, and I didn't even realize that he directed these. Like, Saw, Dead Silence. Oh, that's right. Yes. Dead Silence, freaking, I just recently watched the movie, and holy crap. Insidious, one of yeah. my favorite horror movies of all time, and The Conjuring, which was based on a true story and was fan-freaking-tastic. Like, I honestly, again, like I know you and I have said this to each other before, but I feel like James Wan can really almost do no wrong. Like he's a fantastic freaking director. I this actually this is so weird. This story actually loops into my life a little bit. <laughs> no, no, you're laughing about it, but until I until I drop it down. So uh, the deadline broke. Uh, yeah, deadline broke the news tonight, also revealing that Greg Russo, uh, Mortal Kombat. Oh. <laughs> Will be uh, scripting and franchising the start. So I was like, wait, I just literally, we t- I talked about this on Socially Awkward and Life with Shit about how much I watch, how I've been rehashing stuff. So I rewatched Mortal Kombat and then right after I watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation. And yeah, it was fantastic. I, I told people to, that's how you have to watch it. <laughs> uh, amazing, just fucking great. Um, so yeah, rehashing is amazing. Um, but yeah, so that's going to wrap up our horror movie news. Um, 
because that's all I have to say about Resident Evil. I mean, the only other story that came out, I believe, um, uh, about the Resident Evil news is the woman who's in it. I forget her name. She was in The Fifth Element and all that kind of stuff. But uh, Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich is actually, I guess, against it, and she has reason why. But I did not feel like to pull that. Uh, did not feel like to pull that story just because I'm like, uh, you're a little, you're a little too close, close to the situation, honey. Because of the fact that the the guy who made the made the uh, movie is your husband. The director, so yeah, um, let people do what they want to do. Uh, uh, at this point, they're making remake. Oh, I was just gonna say, honestly, like I like Mila Jovovich as an actress, but honestly, Resident Evil, just terrible series. No, yeah. terrible. Terrible movie series. Great video game. Terrible series. Um, oh, actually, now I have to rewatch those with my rehash. But uh, maybe I'll just do that. Actually, it won't be B Horrorcast, but maybe I'll just give you guys a teaser taste of rehash podcast. The uh, week that um no not with arcade bros um no it'll just be an episode for b horrorcast but it won't be b horrorcast that's what i'm saying um, oh okay gotcha um oh. i was like where did it go it anyways <laughs> the show's already off the rails so and it was magic. just doing beer so there's no magic uh but yeah so we're gonna jump into these stories so this one i know um this is also up your alley which is interesting yeah. i don't know if you read it or whatnot but uh for our eerie news of the week of course we have a segment for that and we have a sound drop it is time for eerie news of the week. Uh, yeah, so the first news story we have is, uh, again, Ted Bundy and uh, from the grave. So this is actually about his uh, childhood house. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you read this story? Um, I didn't get a chance to read it, but I'm assuming just by the quick watching of it, or the quick reading of it, I'm look, it looks like people are trying to say that his house is haunted. Yeah, they might say it's, uh, his spirit or something like that, which I think is weird because usually, like, I'm like, I don't know if spirits, I could be wrong, I'm not an expert on spirits, but I don't know if spirits actually, if they die somewhere, they're, I usually assume they were trapped in the area that they died, if they were restless and whatnot, uh, and not be like, fuck this, I'm going back to my childhood home, you know, kind of thing, <laughs> but I could be wrong, I could be wrong. Um, well, I feel like the majority... Really, that's why I feel bad. Uh, well, you know... Well, I feel like the majority of the time, spirits usually attach something to something that was, they felt a strong affinity to in life. I yeah, I was just about to because I just realized I'm like I feel bad for my next uh, my the neighbors who live here after me because if Toby dies here, I assume that Toby would just be running around as a ghost. But then I just realized uh-huh. he probably attached himself to me, so he's just gonna come with me no matter what. Um, Cattergeist. Cattergeist. Oh my god, there's a movie. <laughs> no one steal that million dollar idea. Cattergeist. Oh my god. Oh, that would be amazing. Uh, but yeah, so that was just that thing. But this is would this be uh, another horror comedy? <laughs> I, all my movies are horror. No, actually, some of them are pretty serious. Uh, yeah. But uh, this is actually so. This is not only eerie news of the week, but another segment coming back tonight because I just saw this today and I was like, holy shit! Uh, so without further ado, follow me. Catch me if you can. <laughs> it's time for crazy cloud news. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> I honestly did not think I was ever going to use that drop ever again. I just love the laugh. It's just at the end. It's so freaking, uh, what's his name? And he just, his name just blew out of my head. Uh, what? His, I just blanked on his name. Hello there, it's me, Edwin. Edwin, yes. <laughs> That's right. So when you see those videos of that asshole doing all these Dipsy's impersonation, and he does mine, he's horrible at it. So fuck off, I can do these things too, you little shit. Sorry, there's a guy I just don't like on YouTube. Because everyone sees, and I hate it because it's like, good, you can do a shit ton of Disney voices, but guess what? Disney's not going to hire you. They're going to hire me, you know why? Because you're cheaper? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, especially at the end, because the way that you laugh is exactly how... (laughs) Like, whenever Edwin laughed, it just sounds like he was running out of air as he laughed. Oh, I'm always running out of air. I was huge. Did you say me? Oh, I was a tubby guy. But I pulled down pussy like a motherfucker. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So anyway, so the cre- creepy clown Edwin news. Edwin Joker. The... Oh, my God. I would love an Edwin Joker. Um. Anyway, so uh, clown. Uh, okay, so yeah. So killer uh, creepy clown news. Uh, anyway, so this one's crazy. So back 
last fall, there was a huge, you know, creepy clown epidemic. We had a story every week, but it was just a bunch of people putting on masks and being dicks and all this stuff. And I know the cat, the clowns got in a huge fucking uproar, like the actual clown community, like people who do this for a profession. It's like, dude, I'm like, they're having, actually, they're doing that same protest shit now with the, the new It movie. And it's all like, did you just, I saw, we just watched clown. I mean, this is very clown orientated episode. Not it really. really. It's, is. Just more, it's more like Steve. Well, yeah, I am a clown. So there we go. Yeah. We'll go <laughs> but, anyways, but I just read this and, um, I, I don't know if this is the greatest greatest like uh, title or tagline or whatever for the thing, but it's like clown with finger knives escape murder scene on a scooter. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right. I just saw the clown with finger knives thing. I didn't notice that he escaped on a fucking scooter. Yeah, just when you thought it was uh, the the sight of the creepy clowns has passed and it was safe to go out at night with okay first off Peter! it's never safe to go out at night all right i mean i hate to bring it to you but this is the world we live in um yeah but yeah and so, then i'm sorry i just every time i think of i just think of a homicidal gay clown just being like scooter and just leaving i don't know why he's gay maybe he's just effeminate but anyways yeah so apparently this uh this start this fight started like uh within this like uh fast food parking lot and then it moved but apparently the 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 alleged clown began to verbally threaten his victim stalking him immensely and then behind down the street of okay so this happened in denver so yeah so it escalated the situation by beating him as the man tried to escape by fleeing the abandoned uh torchy parking lot never heard of torchy so it was probably like a local bar or something. Yeah, some but shit. Uh, the victim collapsed in fear of clowns with a single stab on his throat. So, yeah, so it looks like uh, there was an incident with that. So, yeah, so apparently Denver, fucking clowns are back. So if you see one, I, you know what? I don't even care at this point. Kick its ass. No, seriously, it says he wore white gloves or white face makeup with three blacks or with black streaks. And on his gloved hand were knives attached to each finger. Each were about two to three inches long in length. Like, so. holy crap. And actually, they did catch him. Uh, the man behind the makeup was 36-year-old Christian Lee Golzo. Mm. Golzo. Was he related to Bozo? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he has an extensive history in the criminal justice system and earned himself the nickname Diablo. Well, that just screws up a fucking video game. Fuck you, Christian. No, that was a wow. video game. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. So his first name is Christian, and he's nicknamed Diablo. What the fuck? Honestly. Like, yeah, how, how big of a fucking middle finger is that to religion in general? A like, big one. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, uh, so, yeah, so this was uh, from the Master of Terror. So, yeah, we're going to go into our speaking of the clown. Or that we're, the, the movie we watched was called Clown. Uh, this is actually from Eli Roth, which I totally forgot until it came on oh, the screen. Yeah. I was like, Book oh, of shit. Eli. Uh, Book of Eli. Isn't he the one who did Book of Eli? Uh, I don't know that. I know he did like uh, Green Inferno and. Oh, that's right. So yeah, he's he's done his stuff. Sorry, I, continue. You're you're good. I was just like I, I, I just don't threw know. you off. I was I'm sorry. you didn't throw me off. I was just trying to figure out like the horror movies that he's done. Um. Yeah, he did do the Book of Eli. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, um, we watched Clown, uh, we, of course we'll talk about the movie, things we liked about it and all whatnot, and then we'll give you the, uh, Rotten Tomatoes a rating, uh, mm-hmm. IMDB rating, and then we'll give our own rating. So anyway, so Clown, uh, Clown, um, is a, is a pretty interesting movie. Um, it's, it, it puts a new twist on clowns and where they came from. I'm very curious. I should have probably done some research before the show if uh, some of this stuff is actually kind of true or whatnot. But... I did do some research, so I'll oh, talk okay, about so... that in a bit. Okay, cool. But yeah, so it's a very interesting... So the concept is basically, you know, I'll just give you the synopsis of the, the movie. Uh, a man uh, is renovating a house. Um, his son's having a birthday party. The clowns are overbooked or canceled, some of that. So he finds an old clown costume in in the in this house, dressed up as a clown, performs for his kid, but then he realizes the costume is not coming off. Uh, and then so on and so forth, you find out that the costume is, you know, a demon skin, and there's this lore, which we'll get into, which we'll talk about all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's just so basically this man then is like slowly turning into this demon that feeds on children. Um, and then it escalates from there. So, but yeah, um, very interesting movie. I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of taking clowns and putting it in a new, like, I mean, clowns, everyone... is Everyone new. knows it's scary, but this kind of takes it to a different, like, kind of a different spectrum in a yeah. way. It um, puts a different color on it. it yeah. So it's uh, it's very interesting, some of that, but everyone's in it. It's uh, 
you know, uh, really good acting and stuff of that. But it's just uh, it's uh, it's funny because I thought the movie was a lot longer than, and, it, actually than was. it actually was. So to me, I would say the only bad part I had about the movie, I felt like it dragged, I guess, not even realizing it wasn't. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, Anna, what did you, we talked about this movie, like, on a couple of podcasts, like, last year or something like that when it was coming out. So, what was some of the stuff that you, uh, what, what was your take on this? Um. Oh, yeah, that's actually a question I should ask. Not only was your take on this movie, but you don't like clowns. So, how yep. was this movie to you? Um, well, just a quick touch on, uh, Eli Roth for a second. He also was the producer on Hostel which I didn't realize. Um, and he also was the co-producer for Baywatch. Talk about a horror movie, like the, the one that's coming out in 2017. But anyways, I digress. Um, I want to see Baywatch. <laughs> I do too, just because I'm interested to see like how it's, like, how it's going to play out. But anyways, um, but my thoughts on the movie, um, it had a lot of suspenseful moments. I feel like I kind of was jaded simply due to the fact that we just recently saw um, Alien Covenant and the jump scares in that were a lot more pronounced and then there were a lot more quick fire whenever they actually happened. So I feel like in this one it was a little bit slower and a little bit too much just building up. But for the most part, I really did. I really liked the premise of the movie. I thought it was very cleverly done. I thought it was very cleverly filmed. Uh, especially with the scene with the little boy underneath the stairs. Oh yeah, I mean, like, th- I mean, it was an obvious like horror cliche, but they still managed to make it not cliche whenever they presented it. So. Um. Yeah. I mean, the movie's just it's it's interesting. It's kind of cool. It has some creepy moments and stuff, but it's just like so like this gentleman. You have to kind of see his transformation of like you see this guy and you're like he's a good guy. You know, he provides for his family. You know, his his he's wife. He's working you know, hard. He's a realtor. You know. Yeah. yeah. He you know he does what he needs to do, and then it's like this misfortune that happens to him and then you can kind of turn see how he just turns from being a good person to this completely evil like being and it's funny though because i i, I want to mention this because i just came up with a rating system mm-hmm. uh this uh, week for the show but it's like uh, not a single i don't think a human was killed by the clown like uh, not human but uh, an adult and then it was all like it was, it was a lot of children it was all children who got killed in this and that was a funny thing is like that just makes me really laugh because I think I know your rating system because the demon had to kill five children for the the suit to come off. So uh, yeah, mine. I'll just say it now because whatever uh, the curious. rating. Well, the rating was just gonna be uh, you know how many half eaten children. Uh. <laughs> the clown for whatever reason he was gonna eat his these kids, but he never finished his fucking meal. Like he only ate like half of it and just left like the legs there or something. Yeah, like that. I was like, come on, dude. Like, come You're on, eat it's a like, kid. It's like, I'm like, I'm like, eat I, it. It's like technically you didn't even eat. Commit, five kids. bro. Yeah, come you, only, on. you only ate like. You half. only killed them, you dick. He's like, I'm not even killing kids to eat them anymore. I'm just killing them for sport. Mm. I don't know um, why I, I turned British. Actually, but, yeah. what's really funny about that, I'm actually surprised. Now that I think about it, I didn't realize the clown did not have any, like, um, stupid lines. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, like, like he just literally just attacked and did his thing, but there wasn't anything where he was like, this joke's a killer, you know. And actually, and I got to now I kind of want that. Yeah. Uh, and I got to say, <laughs> I really rewriting do. rewriting it right now. <laughs> in my mind. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Hashtag baked. Um, uh, hashtag centered. That too. But yeah, I, now that I think about it, I cannot think of a single movie, and I this might just be because of my ignorance of clown movies, but I can't really think of a movie where they literally combined the demonic side of horror movies and the clown side into one single movie like normally it's either it's a clown or it's a demon or it's like a pedophile or whatever like it's always like kind of something like that like i've never seen like it's a clown demon itself um yeah but i say like the transformations were pretty cool i like i think the makeup effects were really well done in this not so much cgi maybe towards like when it was full demon a little bit but not like anything Oh, that was cgi i thought it was i thought it was i thought it was makeup but i don't know if like his mouth moving was cgi i mean like i said i don't know if it was it was all practical but yeah it was really kind of 
cool as transformation. Like you'd see like his body contorting and yeah. And I gotta say, like major props to the actor who played the guy, the the clown, because like you can actually see like the way he portrays it. You can see like the conflict between the demonic side and him yes. still being human, and you can see this transformation. You can see like the progression. Andy Powers, that's his name. Yeah, like and he did a fantastic. Yeah, he did a job. great job, and it was cool because there was stuff that would happen, and we'd sit there and be like. Okay, if I go forth with this, I'm feeding into this demon if I stop myself. So, and it's kind of interesting because, like, when he's trying to, 